Good evening, everybody. Welcome again. I'm here with my sidekick, Scott. Scott, welcome back again. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Good to have you back on the show again. Now, you know, folks, we got a real ass-kicking and funny situation that happened. You know? So with that being said, we're going to just tell you a little bit about what happened. Fair enough? Good. Glad you agree. Well, starting off with uh, Vladimir Putin. God, I don't know how any mother could name their child Vladimir. Sounds like some type of disease. Okay. Well, the only person that he could have counted on, that's Putin. He could have counted on his favorite crony. Okay. But his favorite crony is wrecking his war. Chalk one up for Ukraine there, folks, I tell you. Scott, what do you have to say about this? Well, it's funny that um, <laughs> with the Russian military stagnating in its, inv- in its invasion, that, you know, it, it, you know, Russia's invading Ukraine and Russia is suffering significant losses with men and armaments. Um, a lot of people are wondering what happened to all the money that was supposedly designated by the Kremlin to create this well-trained and well-equipped army. And what you're referring to is the person that um, Putin had put in charge of helping him with the war. And um, that's a whole other story. <laughs> it's like he's He's losing it at all at all angles. It's like, um, but um, what's funny is that if, if this report is true, former Foreign Minister Andrei Kozarev provided an answer on Twitter and said the Kremlin spent the last twenty years trying to modernize its military, and much of that budget was stolen and spent on mega yachts from Cyprus. And I don't know if that's true or not, but. Um, the man responsible for the invasion, Minister of Defense, Sergei Shoiju, that's the right pronunciation, mm-hmm. who had no prior military service before he assumed his defense post in 2012, bears much of the blame for this alleged thievery and military's consequent failings. Um, and as Minister of Defense, and I think that's who you're talking about, uh, Mike Shoigu vowed to continue the Kremlin's ambitious plans for sweeping military reform with the goal of modernizing 70% of Russian armed forces by 2020. Since then, the Kremlin has spent tens of billions of dollars, roughly a third of the state budget, on defense, despite the country's stagnating economy. But judging from the campaign in Ukraine, the results of the modernization effort are seriously lacking, according to this article, and I'd say they sure are. And the funniest part is that this encrypted telephone system that the Russian military planners introduced for secure battlefield communications, for example, can be intercepted by the Ukrainians. So officers and soldiers are using unsecured phones and radios. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so much for having brains. And we we have one heck of a, a hot story tonight of breaking news of an intercepted conversation that came across to the Ukrainians, and it is pretty amazing to me to, to really get the inside scoop of what's really going on in the war. Of course, we can't prove it whether or not it's true, but it's a good story anyway. 
And it could be the truth. <laughs> Don't you agree, Mike? Oh, I agree wholeheartedly. You know, um, the worst that could happen would be our inside source would be wrong. You know, so hey, we take it with a grain of salt. Uh, our inside yeah. source hasn't been wrong yet, so I'm going with that. Now he's yeah he's been on a hot streak. We'll say that much for him. But uh, yeah, you know I I can believe that they take that money and spend it uh, foolishly, whether it be on yeah. girls or or just yachts or what have you. You know, so yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure that most of that um, that money there is spent uh, was not supposed to be spent on. Let's say that. Yeah. And I know that um, the Russians are actually losing this war. Okay. It's good to see a little country kicking the hell out of a bigger country. It really is. For sure. <laughs> I mean, it was that. Uh, uh, Putin was saying, we'll kick the hell out of you because you're a scrawny little country. Well, this so-called scrawny little country is not kicking the hell out of Russia. I like that idea. Yeah. Unfortunately, to say either way that there has been uh, 16,000 troops that have died. And wow. only 1,500 casualties in Ukraine. Wow. Still in all but... I wonder how many civilians in Ukraine have died, though. This is true. But the reason that, uh, Putin wants this is because he's trying to work a deal out with um, the Ukrainians where Putin will have that river on his side. And down in that river, it's coal-rich. So the, uh -oh. the so there is a method behind his madness. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. So that's the big deal over it. I knew there was uh -huh. money behind it somehow. I just didn't know where. Yeah. Yeah. So, Scott, what do you think about it? Well, um, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, he's I'm sure he's got an ulterior motive. For what what he's doing. But Mike, did you hear about that conversation between the two Russian soldiers that the Ukrainians <laughs> overheard? Actually, um, <laughs> they were literally um, venting about Putin's BS war, except they weren't using such kind of words, um, against Ukraine in intercepted phone call as devastating losses reportedly led one soldier to drive over his colonel with a tank. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? I wonder if he got court-martialed. <laughs> well, I can just—I can see that now. How I, I can see the the one of the generals uh, being asked by one of his sons or daughters, "Daddy, how? What did you do in the war?" And they'll say, "Well, honey, I got run over by a tank." <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that part. Yeah. So yeah. It says. The guy said, basically, it's a bleep show here. I'll put it that put it that way. An unnamed soldier near Mykolaiv in southern Ukraine can be heard telling a colleague in a recording released by Ukraine Security Service late Tuesday 
after telling his friend that Ukrainian forces tore apart, quote-unquote, a column of Russian forces sent along with his own unit, he described complete disarray among the Russian military, with 50% of the unit that this guy was in suffering from frostbite on their feet. Can you imagine? Mm. And you know what the worst part of that is, Mike? They got no socks? Uh, that would be worse, but <laughs> they probably would have 100%, but they don't plan to treat them in the field hospital, he said. Oh. They're expecting these people just to keep on walking. Oh, wow. That's wrong. I know. That's and wrong. on the fourth day of their deployment, he said the general commanding the unit, General Lieutenant, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name, <laughs> told them it would be over quickly. And you know what he told us? It's no secret to anyone that there are only a few hours until this special operation is over. And now those hours are still going. So how many hours has it been, Mike? Oh, quite <laughs> a few number of hours, I'll tell you that much. Quite yeah. a few. <laughs> but yes, very quite a few numbers. You know, you know, I, I like it because uh, they say what goes around comes around, you know. And now, yeah. now everybody's actually seeing what goes around comes around. All right. Right back yeah. in Putin's face. Okay. Yeah. I, I think the problem with Putin is uh, what he's facing is nobody in the military, okay, who's that popular can release uh, any kind of uh, orders or anything like that. And they're not listening yeah. to him. Yeah, I mean, they listen to him. You know what the worst part of it, this um, transcript of this conversation was, Mike? What's that? Um, this one guy says, Comrade General, damn it, I have this situation. He would call troops telling their leader. And he just says, son, be strong. And, and then he did something. I don't know what, but um, he said, it's such trash here. Our own plane dropped a bomb on us, he said. <laughs> and they couldn't even, this is the worst part, and they couldn't even send off the 200s here. That means the dead bodies, they couldn't. You know, get rid of the dead bodies. So guess what they had to do? They had to ride with the dead bodies for five days. Oh, God. And that, unbelievable. That should have been rain. <laughs> <laughs> they, I think they'd be smelling by five days. Oh, I'd be puking. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't say whether this report is true or not, but this is a, you know, a conversation that was... <laughs> was intercepted and they're saying it was you know given a recording it was released by the ukraine security service so I, i'm pretty sure they could be double checked or whatever but, but the guy said even in chechnya there was nothing like this describing the situation as a madhouse and this quote unquote special operation damn it with respect to homes not meant to be destroyed is bs and even though on tv they said the Russian troops were advancing. They were actually surrounded on all sides by Ukrainian forces, he said. Isn't that good news? That is great news. That's, what, sure. that's what I said before. It's good to see a little country like Ukraine kicking the hell out of Russia. It really is. Now, Putin doesn't know which way to turn because his own people want to kick him out of office. Yeah. All right. Can you imagine what would take over if he got kicked out of office? 
It's got to be something better. Yeah, they're trying to find somebody, but they can't find anybody. <laughs> yeah, no one wants that job. There's nobody qualified or nobody that, that it's like they can't, the guy that is next in line is like, doesn't even have any military experience, you know? Can't blame him. Who wants it? I know. But if you don't do it right, you have the military leaders coming down on you. Yeah. You know, so I can't blame him for not wanting it. Besides, not in these times yeah. right now. You know? It's bad enough that they're they're all they're yelling um, that the that all, all their generals are dead. You know. Yeah. I think that's wrong. I don't think all their generals are dead. I think maybe six six of them are. I don't know. Huh. Um, but I know this one U- Ukrainian um, journalist reported Wednesday that there were two tactical groups of Russian sh- Russian soldiers near um, in the Kiev region that lost at least half their men in, in battles against Ukrainian forces. And one of the Russian soldiers blamed the commander of the group, this colonel, for the deaths of his friends. And this guy wrote it on Facebook. So, I mean, it, it's really sad. I mean... And nobody really knows that's how bad it is unless we have a secret source, right? That's like right. Having a secret sauce? Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Put a little secret sauce on my secret source. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's amazing to me. I mean, I was always hoping, you know, when I first heard that, um, you know, that some of the Russians were surrendering and, like, they don't even know why they're fighting this war. I mean, they must feel like they're, you know, trying to shoot their friends because the Ukrainians are just like Russians. They're they're like brothers, you know. That's right. But I mean, uh, but understand though, if Putin has his boys launch a nuclear strike in Ukraine, that's going to bring on the third world war. Yeah, would. Now, if Putin has hated that much so far. Okay, visualize how much more hated he will be. Nobody will do business with him ever again. No. And they can't make their own weapons. They're too stupid. You know, have more to fight than just Ukrainians. That's that's the whole that's the whole thing in a nutshell. It's gonna be a lose lose yeah. situation. And um, even uh, President Biden said of any way, shape, or form that the Chinese get involved in it, that he'll start sanctioning them. Yeah. And they're seeing how the whole world's cutting Russia off, so I don't think they want that to happen to them, because they must export a lot of stuff. Oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah. They're surviving by import-export. Yeah. Hey, Mike, did you hear the latest of who Putin is recruiting? Well, probably not recruiting. He's probably forcing him, but who he's getting to fight his war for him? No. Deadbeat dads and ex-cons. There you go. Couldn't happen to a better part of persons. <laughs> <laughs> but before that, I heard it was just, he was getting Syrian mercenaries, but I guess they never showed up. <laughs> I don't think so. Smart ones didn't show up. You're right about that. 
But here they're behind by that. Get sixteen thousand of them. But... <laughs> here they're ten, they're ten or twenty thousand rubles behind. The wife says, "Good, take him." <laughs> A million rubles. What's that worth? Five bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> the price it's on um, Putin's head. That million dollars? Yeah. They're not saying that that's a million rubles or, Amer or American dollars. Or it better not be rubles. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? That'd be funny. That would be funny. Yeah. I'm here to collect. Someone gives them five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. I don't funny. actually know what the rubles are worth right now, but I heard it's not much. <laughs> I agree with you. Can't be worth beans right now. I that's know probably what you would get for it too yeah a pot of beans a pot of chili whatever it takes well let's just hope and pray that this thing doesn't turn more deadly because Putin's backed up against the wall and that he doesn't do something stupid like think there's a such thing as a small nuclear bomb or something well in his work mind you know there, there's probably no small bomb no well, Scott, it's that time again where we got to say yep. goodbye. So thank you again for showing up. Welcome. And uh, we had fun. Yeah. So until next podcast, take care of yourself, stay safe, and may God bless the United States of America. And we stand tight with Ukraine. Hoorah. Amen to that. Good night, everybody. Good night, and God bless.